Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. fiction all right welcome back to uh the podcast called the invincible battle report i almost missed it but luckily uh garrett's um skype logo is <laughs> our title so, <laughs> so i am evan the third host and i'm joined by as i just said garrett what's going on bro nothing how's it going man it's a going it's a going um so as we said last time uh, we're going to finish up this season of our show, and then we'll move on to something else. So we're going to split the, I think we said earlier, we're going to split that last compendium into two parts, right? Yes. So so what issues are we going to do on this on this episode? I, I was going to ask you, have we done any issues yet from the compendium? No, none. Okay, okay. So what do we got? We got 97 to 144. So we'll probably do... You know, 97 to 120-ish. Okay. Um, I don't know what, I don't know where that ends. Does that end right before the end of all things or like whatever that last one's called? Yeah, I'll try to, yeah, I kind of want to stop. Let's see, what's a, where's a good, actually, I think we want to stop at maybe like 114. Okay. Because that's when it kind of twists. Okay. I think that'd be a good spot to stop. Perfect. All right. Um. So I'm vaguely aware of what happens in like what happens when, as we aren't in the same room. We're still recording over Skype. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get back to uh, face-to-face recording soon. Um. But also, everyone out there and you as well should know that. Uh, the 200th episode of the podcast network is coming out. Well, it's going to be here before we know it. This is going to be like 192, I believe. So yeah, so, like, there. so we got to plan something big for the show. And by the time that that happens, uh, I think all of the restrictions will be up. So maybe might might try to have one big uh, recording with everyone who's local and see what's going on there. But yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. In any event, um, we are going to do like you said, 97 through 114. Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna try that. Yeah. Um. Did before we get into that, did I ever give you a copy of issue one hundred? I think I bought two. And bought issue one hundred. Yeah, like the actual floppy. So. No, well, I don't think so. I could have sworn that I bought two. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you did. I gotta check those because you gave me a couple that were like spinoffs of Invincible. I, okay. Yep. Yeah, it's probably in there, I believe, because um, I know that I bought two of them because on oh. On a website that I buy like a lot of old loose leaf floppies from, they had a deal where uh, I think that that book was like a dollar. Oh, okay. But um, if, if I remember correctly, it, this compendium starts off kind of hard. Like uh, starts off with I believe with the uh, new uh, replacement invincible, like with his backstory, right? Yep. Yep. And the backstory's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yes. Pretty fucked up backstory. He's okay. Actually, the whole his whole story is fucking wild. Yeah. 
that that first issue is crazy with um uh his girlfriend and then he like ends up killing his dad and it's pretty wild pretty wild first issue to start with yeah because does he kill his dad and then like his girlfriend like stays with him his girlfriend kills his mom yes i knew it was something really fucked up pretty fucked up and then the dad freaks out goes after her and then he like literally takes two hands on each side of his head and just squishes um, and what was, was the catalyst of this? Um, it's something to do with like he was a, he had a twin brother. Oh yeah, the parents found out that he killed his twin brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't on purpose, but yes. Was it kind of on purpose though? I don't. I didn't think it was. I thought that he killed him because like he was jealous of him. But no, no, no. His brother was work. His brother was like the smart one, the good one. And he was working on a way to get superpowers, and he was—he actually used him uh, as like a guinea pig. And then when he, when the when he used like the ray to make him the superpower, it actually killed himself. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. And then, but the crazy thing was that his parents thought that the superhero was his brother, but it was him the whole yep. time. They thought that he was the fuck up, so he revealed yep. over dinner that his brother died in an accident, and. He's been that superhero the whole time, right? Yep. Yep. So essentially, his his alter ego was always well. His superhero guys was really a dual identity because his parents thought that, that was his brother. So like that is an interesting, and th- and that's not even a trope. Like that's like a completely original idea, as far as I can recall. Yeah. Did you? So I'm guessing you liked his story then. I would say yeah, because um. You think that he's this good guy and he's really a fucked up person, then he does all this all this fucked up things. Um I take it that, that you didn't like it? Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't really I never really liked when like uh Invincible didn't have powers. Because that was the whole reason. Uh, Invincible lost his powers. Right. From the um uh the gas. Yes. Or or you know you know the toxin or whatever they were trying to do to the vulture mites. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually one of the last times you really see, if I remember, this is like one of the last times you really see, um, in the next issue, uh, his brother, Invincible's brother. Yeah, it's last time seeing him for a long time. For a long time, yeah, yeah, for a long time. Because this is, this takes place right after they, uh, um, they have the main vulture mite in jail. Conquest? Conquest. No. Not conquest. The bearded one, like has like the white beard with the uh. No, not him, not him. Yeah, like it's been so long. Conquest is the one who looks kind of young, isn't he? And then like the other one looks look, looks older. Yeah, there's an older one that they had um, locked up. Remember, he was in he was in uh, concrete, but then broke out of that. And that's what you're talking about now, right? No, the one I'm talking about right now was like the main one throughout the whole thing. Oh, uh, Trig or some shit like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, the next big thing that happens, gets us into issue 100, is when, um, uh, Invincible and Dinosaurus are kind of on, on their mission to, uh, make the world a better place, but kind of on some Thanos shit, basically saying that if we, if we, uh, 
we have to stop letting people have free will or have to kill a lot of people to save a lot more, right? That That's basically what dinosaurs has always been. Yep. Like, kill a lot of people, but to save the majority of people. That's what they did in Vegas. Yes. And then that was, like, what they were doing, and that's, like, basically what he was saying they had to do again. Invincible does get his power back by having sex with Eve, though. Yeah, that pussy do it to you. Yep. Start floating in the air. Pussy, shit. come try! <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, at first, I really liked the uh, black and blue suit of Invincible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so he did bring that back because um, the other guy, obviously, was... Uh, Invincible for a while, but I, I don't know. I don't think I like that black and blue suit. I prefer the black and blue, um, although he changes up the OG costume numerous times and like yes. the very subtle differences that I personally don't always notice. Because I think when he goes back to it, he either has fingers or, or he doesn't have fingers and he changes like the boots, right? Yes, yep. The boots didn't have like the big uh, knee pad thing, or they did, or they added like. The knee pad. I think he took it. I can't. Remember, I think he took it out because he was like, "Why do I need these?" <laughs> um. Oh, right before uh, issue 100, though, Levi or Levy, whatever way you want to yeah, say it, right, Armstrong right. comes back. He's with like these weird aliens with like gas masks on, post-apocalyptic shit. Yeah, and then that leads into a storyline, if I'm correct, where yep. Invincible sees different versions of himself, and they all basically battle him, right? Yeah, um, that happened before. I oh, did it coming up. I, this is when he finds them, and they actually like he they abandoned them on that like one weird planet. Yes, and they started eating each other. Yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty fucked up. Is is that cannibalism, or is it different if you eat yourself? I uh, I'm not positive. I'm not positive. Is it like a masturbation term for cannibalism? <laughs> <laughs> Necrophilic cannibalism. <laughs> um. So, yeah, see, this is when dinosaurs, uh, issue 99, right before 100, dinosaurs, he, Invincible kind of realizes, like, oh shit, we are killing everybody. Yeah. This was a bad idea. Um, and so broad strokes, does that pretty much take us up to 114? No, that's like the first. because no, we still have. There's a lot more that happens, right? Yeah, they had like a big, so him and dinosaurs had a big fight, and they had like a, um, Issue 100 starts with Dinosaurus squishing Invincible's head and killing him yes. and then eating him. Yeah. Which was actually one of my, I really like this issue. This was a sweet issue because it was on, it was like on live TV. Mm-hmm. So you see the, they have like this cool uh, panel where you just see the faces of everybody across the world. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. And I actually really liked that. I thought that was really cool. Ryan Otley working at the height of his powers. Yep. And then it goes to like kind of, as a matter of fact, man, Let's stay on issue 100 for a while because I feel like I didn't like that issue because uh, I felt like it didn't have a lot of uh, the storyline didn't really progress. It just had that scene, then it had a big ass flashback or like an alternate world, like dream sequence, if I'm correct. Then he, he comes yeah. back then, right? Yeah, he kind of go. It's like just blackness all around him. Yeah. Um, I can see what. Yeah, I can see what you're saying with there. It didn't really progress the story. You you see a lot of reactions. Yes. A lot of reactions to people. You even see Armstrong with reading the paper of Invincible is dead. You see his reaction to all that stuff, so I get it. But I just thought some of the artwork in here was really good in this issue. Yeah. yeah. Um absolutely, yeah, like I said, that's that's and, and that was like an extra size issue too. it was a way more than twenty than twenty two pages. Like it was maybe like forty something. 
What's that? Issue 100, because that's always like a, like, a, uh, like a special occasion in comics. That issue was really thick, I believe. Uh, the average comic book in those days was 22 pages. I feel like this one was probably like 40-something. I think it was a longer one, yeah. Because they, they do... So after you see the reaction and everything, then then it pops back that Dinosaurs is like, yeah, I think I kind of fucked up on this and brought him back to life. Or <laughs> had him like, it made it look like he killed him, but it really wasn't. Something him. like that, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this is, this is a bit much. This is me. That's not me. Drowning the whole world was not a great idea. So, do you think that Marvel took that idea from Kirkman? Well, when did... No, Thanos has been around forever, hasn't he? But that's not... But the Thanos in the movie, that's not what Thanos has ever... For, as far as I can recall, me, me not being a, a Marvel Cosmic fan... Thanos wasn't always trying to just kill half the planet, so like the other half can have like more uh more um resources. No, you say that. I think I did. I did read some an article on that. Like in the comic books, it wasn't originally about that. Yeah, he was more so that he wanted power and like he wanted to impress the personification of death, who was like yes. a uh, like a woman yeah. who was thick as fuck in a robe, but her face was like a skull. So like yeah, he, he wanted to fuck death. He, he did everything he did to try to impress her. And, and uh, like it wasn't about trying to like I said just kill off half the planet. It was just like trying to just get the gauntlet so you can have absolute power. I believe to uh, win her over. Did you did you like dinosaurs? Yes and no. Um, for some reason, Kirkman and Otley liked having like anthropomorphic characters, and I'm not a, a huge I fan. Kinda that, yeah. yeah, I'm not a because there's like. Three or four dinosaurs. How many comic books have three or four dinosaurs in them? Yeah, there isn't like a, a dinosaur. They have a werewolf too. Werewolves. He was. I mean, he had his own spinoff. I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the uh, astounding Wolfman. Yes. Yep. And then there's Me personally, mm-hmm. I actually dinosaurs. I think was my one of my favorite characters. I think he might have been my favorite character, as far as like a background character. Yeah, he had a good story. Yeah. Because like. uh and it was cool how he, how he affected Mark, um, having, but that's when Mark was really on, at the height of his fuck shit. The same fuck, yeah. well, well, I, I guess it gets worse in this, and like rest of this uh, compendium. But this is the beginning of Mark being a complete selfish asshole. Yeah, he was just like, fuck all this. Killing everybody. I'm tired of fighting. I mean, how many times, how many times is he gonna like fucking lose and be like, I mean, it, it makes sense though. He keeps fucking losing and it's like, well, maybe I'll try something different. Yeah. Because but yeah, he's constantly losing. Or or winning and it still didn't work. Yeah. Because he is probably one of the biggest fuck-ups in superhero comics. Yeah, it's like constant. Constant. Uh, I don't think he ever wins, hardly. N- not really. Not really. It's pretty much always a bad choice. Yeah. Even though, like, I would agree with his choices, you're like, oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, because uh, and this book shows you that doing the right thing is rarely something that's gonna uh, have the proper consequences. Because doing the right thing is hard, and like the, living in the real world, there's other consequences of trying to be that hero. So eventually, as we'll see in the last part of in our season finale, he, he's gonna give up on being a hero. Yeah, just says fuck. Yep. But um, big news at the end of issue 100, though the big. Spin on that. Uh, Eve is pregnant. That's okay. When we find out for the first time that Eve is pregnant. Yeah. 
And issue 100 is also when they started the other spinoff book uh, that I have the first couple of issues of. And it tells you um, the the backstory of Cecil. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I think that Cecil's a clone. Hmm. I think that he, think he keeps cloning himself. Or him or his, his right-hand man. One of those two. And if I can find those books and, like, know myself, I probably can't. I'll let you read those, and then we'll come back to this. Speaking of, one of these days, we might have a, on season four of our show, we might try to go back and find all of the side story, because I know that Rex and Adam Eve ha- had, like, a three-issue miniseries. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Britt had one that kind of tied into this, but Britt also had stories before this happened as well. Um, and then there was two Guardians ongoing series. Like, one lasts maybe eight issues, the other lasts, like, 25. Okay. I forgot. Um, I forgot. Mark actually ends up killing dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. He actually, he actually asked him to kill him. Kill me. It's the only way. Kill me. I'm here. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what else happens in '97 to '114? We got Nolan and Mark's mom just doing it all the time. Mm. They live in their uh, little moon base. Yes. Uh, The main Voltramite breaks out, and that's where he finds him at the moon base. And then that's where you have the big reveal of why he was so scared of Nolan. Because Nolan is like the the pure blood, right? Nolan has the blood of the original general, I believe. Yes. If I remember correctly. Nolan does lose his eye, though. That was pretty wild. I and that fight. About that. that was a pretty sweet issue where they were fighting. Um and the vulture mites come to help him, but uh he loses his eye in that fight with the main one. Yeah. Um and how does Nolan how is he like a descendant of the main dude again? That's his dad or some shit? I can't remember I wish I could find it in here, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I just remember he shared his blood or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like I do recall that. And in in this part of the compendium, is this still where uh the second artist does all all of the space issues? I mean these these space issues look great to me. So. Okay, it's probably not then, because yeah. like you're definitely record of not being a fan of uh Corey Walker's new art style. Argyle was the main the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so definitely. Oh, oh, yeah. He, th- this is what it was. That uh, the one, the main Vulturemite, the main bad Vulturemite from the very beginning issues. He was actually tasked after they got wiped out with that virus. He was tasked to find the heir of the Grand Regent Argyle died, and he spent years trying to locate him. And um, he just assumed the heir had died, so he took over. And then uh, when Mark was uh. Remember when Mark was like, uh, like kind of half dead in that planet? Yes. And he was like in a coma forever. For a long fucking time. Yep. Uh, that's when he when he did like tests on his blood. That's when he found out that. Yes. Uh, blood of Arnold. Yes. Yep. 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 I recall that now. And so that is kind of a cool storyline because that explains why Mark is 
is so invincible and like why right. his dad is so important and why his dad um although his dad has made some fucked up decisions why his dad is so able to kind of make the right choices because the Biltrumites weren't if I recall they weren't always a bad empire it's once that that the king guy died that's when they kind of went left I yeah. believe and so the following issues you see Nolan kind of change the way of the Voltramites. Yes. Because he actually leaves him alive and puts him in prison. Um, instead of killing him. Uh, like, let's, oh, no, no, no. He hands him over to Alan Alien. Yes. Yep. 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 And in the Coalition of Planets. Cause yep. By this part, uh, Alan has a much more significant part as well as the, uh, Coalition of Planets, but um, let me ask you this because I I can't remember if we if we spoke about this before. But being that now our minds are so fresh on watching like the the animated series, I, I've been wondering um how did Nolan get back with his wife, and did he have to apologize for all those terrible things? Well, I guess he didn't because she in the cartoon she didn't hear them. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In the comic book, she, she didn't hear those things. Yeah. No, no, she didn't. It wasn't on TV like no, like it was. was in the show. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how... I think he came back and, like, apologized. For, I'm, I'm almost positive. This was... Because this is way before the compendium that they got. Way, yeah, way before that. Um, yeah. But it... I, I feel like maybe he came back from Mark, and then Mark said, hey, that's not all that fuck shit anymore. And then, like, they stayed together for a while while Mark went back to space. Yeah, I feel like they just stayed in the same in the same house for a while, like, just those two for a yeah, while. Yeah, and they were like, nah, we gotta go. Because yeah. they didn't want a Nolan staying on that planet. Yes. Earth. Yes, yep, 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 yep. Because Nolan is, Because like, the world did see what he did. And yes. they were like, nah, this isn't good. Nolan is essentially, in, 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 in that effect, like, Loki from the Marvel movies. Yep. To where Loki, if he comes back to Earth in, like, times that he has, although... Marvel has an, an ability to make people fall in love with genocidal villains. Uh, when Loki comes back to Earth, he is a pariah because he basically helped the first big public invasion of the planet and he killed probably hundreds of thousands of people. Yep. And Nolan did the same thing. Well, like, Nolan didn't do that initially, but like, Nolan, he, he's planning on doing that at some point. Right. It, in the book. Um, and what are Robot and Mustard Girl doing by issue 114? So, at, in like 102-ish, Robot is starting to show some like weird signs of her. Okay. He's just like neglecting uh, Monster Girl. And just like constantly doing a million things at once. He's got different drones doing a bunch of shit now. Um, so you kind of kind of see that spiral a little bit of him not adjusting well to coming back. And then, uh, right after that issue is when you jump into, uh, Levy Armstrong coming back. Gotcha. Um, and, and you know what? That I, I forgot. Levy, he was able to take, so the Armstrong issue, right before he finds the cannibalism of himself, uh, Armstrong is actually, he's taken over Eve because Eve, yes. while pregnant, cannot use that. her superpowers. So we find that out about her too. Because when she uses her superpowers, it actually takes away from the nutrients the baby needs. The baby needs. 
Which is kind of dumb too, because her power is uh, anything. She can't have a power that overcomes that weakness, because she can do anything. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of dumb too. I'm like, okay, she can literally make anything out of anything. And as we're gonna okay. see in like the season finale, she can literally do anything. Yeah, like she, she's, I, I, as a Christian, I hate using this term, but she's basically a god. Pretty much. I mean, she can do anything out of anything. So I'm like, how she doesn't have enough nutrients? Like, can right. she just like make nutrients? Make them. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess because comics. Yeah, we get a bunch of filler until 114, basically. Yes, there was a lot of filler in that. Yeah, I, I mean, they spent time, you know, world building, world building. You know, because <laughs> this is what this compendium took pretty much ton of issues outside of main story. Yes. Um we can probably wrap this one up pretty soon here, but before we do, so for my recollection and for the recollection of people in the audience, what happens to the uh Black Invisible? Nothing, I, right? I don't know. History line doesn't even like it just ends. Yeah. Like I was I don't remember it at all. I'm like no, I, no. I, when yeah, I open right. this up, I'm like, what happened to this guy? That was one of those stories. And they kind of did that a lot in this, I think. Towards the end. Where they, yeah. like, had all these stories, and then, like, they just didn't, nothing mattered. Yeah. Okay, that's really weird. Because um, I do think that, like I told you before, this book ended a lot sooner than Kirkman planned on originally. Because I think he's got too busy for it. So like, he figured that he would kind of step away before it started getting really, really bad. Um. Yeah. And but also some of these storylines might have been resolved in the other book, hopefully. That I, that could be true. Because oh, uh, you know what? Before we end this one though, yeah. Um, they do this. They do have the storyline in here where um, Invincible chases Levy Armstrong back to try and kill him to end this whole thing, and uh, Robot convinces him to go, even though Eve is saying just let him go. We don't need to do this. Robot convinces him to go, and that's where Robot turns. Yes. You see Robot turn, he actually kills one of the Invincibles, um, and has, like, this thing hooked up to a suit, so it basically makes this sound that makes the Invincible, like, in- incapacitated, basically. Yeah, because I think it's, it tunes into the frequency of, like, the earpiece that's in there here. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep, so he kills the, one of the, one of the other world's Invincibles, and then actually leaves Mark there to die. He strands Mark on that planet because he, yep. he, he, he didn't. Mark was one of the only people who, could, who kind of stopped him, which is also kind of dumb. Well, I feel like I feel like Nolan would have came back, but Nolan kind of kind of like doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, Nolan's kind of like I'm just having sex on the moon base. About to slide his raw. About to slide. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it is one of the biggest biggest disappointment is the fact that there isn't any comeuppance for um, Black Invisible and his girlfriend killing his parents. Like that, yeah, nothing. That, nothing really happened. That is kind of fucked up. I hope, and I might I might do some research and see if it happened in the other book, because that's really fucked up. Like that, that is one of the biggest plot lines. Now, um, as we wrap this up, what how, what is the temperature of the room for you with the storyline thus far? Is it still at the heights that it was? I think last time we spoke about the book, you said it, it kind of went down to you. 
the the compendium started okay. I was all right with it. Okay. Had some really cool stuff. Still a dinosaurus. This is right around the time where I was like, this is not good. I no longer enjoy this. Uh, actually, 110, right before uh, 114, uh, that's where you see the infamous rape scene of oh. Invincible. Oh, wait, that's in this part? That is in this part. Yeah, that was a lot earlier than I thought. How dare you s- skate over this? So, like, this was going to run a little bit over, because we, we got to talk about this. Oh, yeah. This is this is the big scene. Yeah, I didn't want to end this episode on that. <laughs> I, I was trying to guess on uh, when that robot turn was, mm-hmm. and that's where I wanted to end it, but it's a little bit further. Or a little bit before 114, so. But yeah, 110, um, that's where we get the rape scene. So let's do this then. Although this is going to be a super... Well, I mean, really, after this, not a lot really happens. It's just like one big storyline. So I think we can yeah. still fit that into like one episode. Okay, so from 97 to 110, um, how how are you feeling about the book at this point? 97 to 110... I'm like, I'm still thinking this is every issue is incredible. Okay, and 110 is the one where the rape happens? 110 is the rape, yep. Okay, so we'll, we'll end it here. And uh, I still think it's great at this point because uh, not to bury the lead, but your, your uh, uh, impression of the book tends to go down as the companion goes on. Is that right. fair to say? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, at this point, I still love it. There are some peaks and valleys, of course, but overall, I still love it. We are going to get to the storyline that I hated the most, and I think I skimmed over in the next episode. But we're also going to start with the ring. Next episode on the Invincible Battle of the Earth. I hate this. I can't figure out